Hello and welcome back to the Tyra Cycling Podcast. We're here with what is episode 23 in our, se- in our series. Um, I'm once again joined by Ewan Scott, the magazine's editor. Ewan, how are you, do- how are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Looking forward to talking to Thomas uh, at uh, Scandinavian Environmental Systems. Fantastic. Well, if the viewers watched episode 23, 20- 22 they'll notice that we are wearing the same clothes from episode tw- from, <laughs> from episode 22 so we recorded everything together to save on time you'll also notice that Ewan is wearing the same suit from from this episode so all this was done to was done today to try to try and um fit in with everyone's um shed schedule um but looking We've obviously made a big, we've obviously made a lot of promotion about the fact that we have an interview with Thomas Sorensen from uh, Scandinavia Enviro Systems, the winner of the Thai Pyrolysis Award in the Recircle Awards, Ewan. Um, you know, there's a lot, there's been so much promotion and publication about Scandinavia and Enviro Systems, and there's so many places where you can start. For you, what, what are you really looking forward to, to finding out about? I think it's really just the the update on, on where Enviro systems are uh, and where they hope to go. Mm. The the company has been through a long gestation period with its technology over thirty years. Uh, so the the team there uh, has changed over the years, obviously, but the aim has always been to to break into a the pyrolysis market in a little bit more than a, a big way. Um, they have reached the goals that uh, most pyrolysis companies dream of. They're working with tire manufacturers now because mm. uh, they, they work with Trelleborg and of course the much vaunted uh, deal with uh, with Michelin. So it, it's it's going to be interesting to hear what Thomas has to say about Enviro and the deal and how it will change uh, Enviro's operations, if indeed it will change Enviro's operations. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that I'm looking forward to find, finding out from from this. From my perspective, Scandinavian Enviro Systems app, no, they communicate very well and they're quite forward thinking in the few discussions I've had with them. So I'm really excited to see what this discussion has. So let's just park our little our little introduction here and let's press play on that interview with Thomas Sorensen from Scandinavian Envirosystems. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Thomas Sorensen. Uh, from Scandinavia Enviro Systems. Now, you've been in the news a lot recently, and uh, Michelin's investing both in uh, Enviro and the technology that you've developed has put Enviro where every pyrolysis project since over the last 30 years has wanted to be, working hand-in-hand with the tyre manufacturer. Is this the game changer that it uh, was expected to be? Well, uh, thank, thank you, and it's uh, of course it's a fantastic uh, position to be in, and it has 
taking us uh, many years to reach this. It has been a, a long, uh, a long road to, to achieve this. And, and of course, as you say, it's a, it is a game changer, not only for us as a company and the team, but also for the industry in general. I mean, um, people following the pyrolysis industry for many years knows, knows that there has been some struggles along the way and, and both in terms of quality and consistency and so on, but also uh, for the market to, uh, to um, really take on the challenge uh, uh, from a sustainability uh, angle. And that is what Michelin now is, is, is doing. They are taking a position from the, from the industry side, uh, connecting that with the technology available. So for us, of course, it's a foundation for us to start the real expansion now of the technology. And, and I hope that this will also help building the market for sustainable fillers in general. Okay. Um, with its leading uh, place in the market and the might of Michelin behind it, does this place Enviro in a better position to sell its pyrolysis black into new markets? Has the Michelin link built confidence in the technology and the end product? Well, yeah, I mean, we have, uh, we have uh, quite many international collaborations already since, since a few years. Uh, but, but of course, the, the Michelin um, connection and the, the partnership, both as an investor in the company, but also now with the latest information that we are building a plan together in, in Chile, um, is uh, solidifying the position that, that Recover Carbon Black has a place in the market. And I think it will open many doors that we have been, you know, seeing the potential in. Uh, we see many processes that are much faster now than before, uh, especially within the tire industry, but uh, also in general rubble ap applications where there have been some, you know, reluctancy really to change in larger volumes that this is giving us the, the platform to, to reach larger volumes. And uh, uh, I mean, Michelin have selected us as a technology provider due to the consistency and the quality we provide and the performance of the material. Uh, and by you know, introducing that in, in the example of move to e-tires, for instance, uh, even if that is a, you know, a development stage, it is still sending a signal to both the different market, but also different segments of the market, uh, maybe to be more challenging internally to really transfer into sustainable fillers. Okay. Often when a tire manufacturer becomes involved with a recycling project, it does all, not always have the, the positive outcome that uh, is expected. Is the Michelin involvement such that it might restrict access to, uh, to markets, uh, for example, to other tire manufacturers with your end products? You know, um, this market, as we see it, is, is a, is a multi-million dollar uh, market. So, of course, for us to protect our technology through the patents and, and through the legal uh, uh, aspects of collabor any collaboration, the Michelin, of course, very important such, but any collaboration is, is very important. So, from the early days of the discussions and negotiations with Michelin, of course, uh, one of the main legal aspects for us has been to be uh, our, our in independence in the market, our ability to grow and, and not to have uh, any limitations in, in the collaborations we will have in the future. Uh, 
and, and it has been, of course, it, it is difficult to, to find a win-win situation, but I think that uh, one of the opening aspects in the Michelin uh, discussions has been that they are also investing in the company, which means that they want the company and technology to be successful, um, not only as Michelin as a tire producer, but but uh, as the company, it's beneficial for the company to establish multiple uh, customer uh, relationships and grow the, the technology into an industrial uh, you know, capacity and, and grow globally. So I think it is a mutual interest for both companies. And maybe that has been, um, in, in other cases, have been more um, troublesome because either the tire manufacturer wanted to take a larger stake or maybe the whole company, or, uh, or uh, didn't get enough access or, or, or enough uh, insight into the company or what's, what is happening. I, I would also like to say that, I mean, we have been very careful not limiting our uh, freedom to operate. We have uh, one limitation that I think is, is I mean, uh, significant to mention, and that is that Michelin have the exclusivity for the mining tire re recycling. And, and this has been, what to say, a, a quite natural niche for us to to uh, discuss in that term of relationship because they have uh, long-term direct customer relationships and they can solve a quite major um, uh, waste problem together with that specific industry and we think that we are reaching that specific goal together with Michelin and the mining industry and the countries actually by shortcutting that um, but th that is I would say uh, the, the limitation that we have and, and we must say that the, the interest from the tire industry has grown significantly since Michelin entered into the company. So it has, has been a positive effect actually. Okay, yeah, so the, the Michelin involvement has really been a, a, a groundbreaker if you like. Um, and it is, it's interesting the, the, the development in Chile where Michelin will be treating their own waste. So they will know exactly what is what is in those. They will have a, a high specification feedstock that they, they, they know all about. So by controlling the process, they will have a feedstock, uh, a, a, an output that they equally know exactly what they're gonna have and what they can do with it. So that's, that's a very interesting development. Where do you see the next steps for Enviro in terms of uh, partnerships and development? Well, we, we have we have a quite solid plan, uh, uh, a strategic plan that 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 um, you know entails the first part is actually you know we have been focusing a lot our technology and developing the RCB aspect of the technology, uh, and we feel now that now we have this platform we have Michelin as a partner we have them. Uh, as an industrial partner in the growth of, of the technology, and we have them as as a as a customer for the Recover Carbon Black, which is a fantastic foundation. Uh, but we we have a little bit less focus re um, until recent times in the oil uh, aspect. So the next phase for us is to establish similar partnerships with with companies uh, in the in the industry that that is downstream from our technologies, such as the refinery industry, base oils, uh, chemicals. Uh, we have a quite interesting um, uh, development the last, 
I would say 24 months in, into the chemical industry where, where they see that the demand from the market downstream from them is to replace fossil resources. And, and we see many companies in that area investing in, in plastic pyrolysis, for instance, at the moment, which is a great uh, achievement as well. But uh, we have an aspect, aspect of the material in the tire, which is the biocontent, which most plastic doesn't have. Uh, so in terms of regulation, tax benefits and so on, we think that the pyrolysis oil from the tire is even more attractive, actually. Uh, so this is the next phase. And then, of course, now we enter into uh, an expansion phase. So uh, it is also finding the right time of partnerships in terms of financing of, of this uh, uh, pretty aggressive um, uh, expansion plan where we, we look at about 30 plants uh, until 2030, uh, step by step, if, ever, if ever, everything uh, uh, goes as... Uh, as as we um, you know, if all puzzle pieces fall in, into the right place at the at the right time. Okay. Speaking of a uh, the the pyrolysis oil, uh, a September twenty twenty press release spoke of of your own pyrolysis oil, um, a recycling plant based on the Enviro's standard model, uh, produces or could produce approximately from 30,000 tonnes of tyres per year could produce something around 14,000 tonnes of pyrolysis oil. Do you envisage that uh, Enviro will attract the partners and investors to make such a plant happen? Who might be interested in such projects when uh, most tyre pyrolysis plants are currently low volume production units? Uh, that is a very, very fair question, because when we look at the, the recovered carbon black uh, volumes that we have seen earlier on, I mean, from until now, more or less, uh, the downstream demand for recovered carbon black has been one limitation, why we think a capacity of 30,000 tonnes is, I mean, it's a sweet spot between what is actually available in type of, of tires uh, available uh, as feedstock and what is possible downstream in a re you know, um, region close by or for, for export that is viable. But uh, as we see that the oil industry and chem chemical industry demand, I mean, much, much larger volumes than, than what a 30,000 ton plant can produce. Uh, we are also looking into um, how we, through our modulized uh, technology can expand those plants into much, much larger uh, volume. So in the UK, for instance, now there is a feasibility study going on where we are looking at a significantly larger plant with a capacity of maybe 90 or 120,000 tons, for instance, of tires. And that is still, I would say, in terms of oil industry and, and chemical industry, small size plant. Uh, but this is a development that we're working with um, uh, as, as a part of the expansion phase to locate larger capacities with, you know, our technology is very much based on a modulized concept. So by adding uh, more modules, uh, we are able to expand um, at G-Site. So when we do the site selection, this is a very important aspect right now. Okay. And, and finally, will you, it's a fairly obvious question, uh, will you learn from the experience in, in the Michelin plant in, in Chile? Will that assist you in upscaling the technology 
to meet this anticipated higher volume market? Yeah, we certainly hope so. That is one of the one of the benefits that we both actually both parties uh, think would be beneficial in this collaboration. So we can already see during the phases of the collaboration we have had so far that the engineering teams on both sides have started to identify uh, both industrial aspects, safety aspects, uh, um, robustness uh, aspects and so on there where we can learn from Michelin's 100 year plus industrial history. And uh, I think they also see that we can teach them something about, uh, I wouldn't say innovation because they're a very, very inno inno innovative uh, company, but, but how to work as a small scale unit, small team, rapid decisions, and, um, and you know, quite iterative uh, processes internally and, and very engaged teams. So I hope that we also contribute with, with something in that collaboration. But we already see that uh, happening at the moment. And, and uh, the future looks very interesting. Of course, it's two different animals trying to collaborate. But I think it's uh, so far very positive. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much for your time. I'm sure the answers you've given here will be of interest to, uh, to our readers and listeners. Uh, Enviro is one of the uh, most requested interviews we've, uh, we've had of late. <laughs> so uh, th I'm sure there's a lot of people out there interested in, uh, in your every word. Thank you very much. I'm very happy to hear that. And I, I, uh, I'm very happy about the award we won uh, recently. And we think that this is uh, helping the industry a lot. And, and we know we are, we, are, we are a few companies struggling with getting this market up and running. Uh, and we, we look forward to, to meet them all in the next year's uh, award sessions as well. And there you have it. The much waited for interview with Thomas Sorensen of Scandinavian Envirosystems. Look, I mean, there's a lot of places where we could where we could start and 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 dissect from that interview. Uh, for you, what is the the main highlight uh, for you for you to take away? I think the main takeaway from that is the, the positivity around Enviro now. Um, to be fair, I don't think there was anything that uh, couldn't have been predicted. Uh, anybody with an understanding of, of the industry, anybody who's watched Enviro uh, and Michelin could have probably second-guessed what was going to be said. Um, but we, we, we have here, from the horse's mouth, if you like, Thomas Johnson has, uh, has put some meat on the bones of uh, the ideas that lots of people have. And, uh, and that is what I think people wanted to hear. Mm. Uh, because there's so much speculation going around about what is happening in the industry and who's doing what and how it will work. And uh, here we, we have Thomas Sorensen uh, telling us how it is straight from Enviro. I don't think we could really have asked for anything more. We're not about going into the technical details or the finances. We can leave that to the export experts in these fields. We're about the generalities and uh, the, the ideas rather than the details. 
Mm. And uh, I think our readers know that and uh, our viewers know that. But to get that message from Thomas Swanson, I think, is very important. No, definitely. The it's so in, it's so interesting. Like since we started this podcast, the the ex, the explosion and in, interest we've seen in the paralysis sector. Obviously, some are so much further along than others, aren't they? Um, but but you know, scan, I think Scandinavian Enviro Systems and and Pyram Innovations and Boulder are obviously you know some seem to be doing some really good really good things. Yeah, yeah, it's. Having been to many ETRA conferences over the years, it was interesting to see there the growth in development of pyrolysis projects and the volume of people involved in pyrolysis projects. Um, they could have dedicated the whole three-day conference to pyrolysis. Um, and indeed, there are now dedicated pyrolysis projects, uh, uh, conferences uh, around the world. But uh, most of them were simply projects. Hmm. They were seeking funding. They were seeking support. They were seeking validation. Um, and of those projects that presented over the years, there's only a handful have actually um, been successful or have seen it through to this stage um, and to be fair uh, there have been uh, some well-known names who presented to ETRA conferences who are no longer with us uh, in, in commercial terms mm. so the guys that have made it through uh, to this stage have uh, have done really well a very difficult and very competitive market Definitely. Well, I'm sure we'll hear more from um, not just um, Scandinavian Enviro Systems, but the paralysis sector over the year, over the course of this year, because it's one that um, continues to bring a lot of a lot of news and a lot of development in the tyre recycling sector. Um, but anyway, we'll leave it at that for today, Ewan. Um, thank you once again for your time and and your effort in putting together these these interviews. Uh, couldn't be couldn't be done without without you. And thank you to our listeners and our viewers for for listening and watching. If you could help us out and hit the subscribe button on on our YouTube channel, that would be fantastic. But until then, stay safe.